Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. The World Economic Forum opened its annual meeting on Monday evening in Davos. This five-day in-person event is one of the global networking events of the year where you can rub shoulders with some of the most influential people in the world. These folks hold sessions on everything from the economy to energy to healthcare to climate change. The upward of the conference seems more like a highly choreographed Hollywood production than a conference designed to influence change. The documents produced are highly polished and extremely superficial in their treatment of the issues. The footnotes are filled with academic-style references, but so far every document I've read has left me wanting for real substance. On opening day, the World Economic Forum published the Chief Economist's Outlook for 2023. This 31-page document is based on a survey conducted of the Chief Economists in the months of November and December. So the outlook is pretty current in terms of the sentiment of these economists. Remember, the World Economic Forum takes a global perspective, not just Europe or the U.S. or Africa. 100% of the chief economists said the economy in Europe is expected to be weak or very weak this year, and 91% said that the U.S. economy is expected to be weak or very weak this year. In the last survey a quarter ago, the corresponding figures were 86% for Europe and 64% for the U.S., so clearly a degraded opinion on the economic outlook. Only a minority said that the outlook for a global recession was likely. The strongest regions globally are South Asia, China, the Middle East, and North Africa. In North America, we're having a hard time comprehending the depth of these problems. The combination of high energy prices, elevated borrowing costs, and sluggish demand has led to instances of industrial capacity being left idle. About half of the European Union steel plants are at a standstill as of November 2022, and fertilizer production capacity has been reduced by 70%. The European industrial sector is facing a challenging year ahead. There's no question about it. According to the latest survey, chief economists see significant regional variation in the inflation outlook for 2023. Although none of the regions are slated for very high inflation, expectations of high inflation range from 57% of respondents for Europe to just 5% of respondents for China. The most useful document that I found so far is the Global Risk Report. This 98-page document details a series of risks that, in my estimation, was partly well done. Unfortunately, the risks listed on it are only those that fit a particular narrative. Over the next two years, according to the World Economic Forum, the principal global risks are number one, cost of living increase, number two, economic downturn, number three, economic warfare, number four, climate action hiatus, and number five, societal polarization. There was no mention of a large-scale hot war as a risk, and frankly, I think that's a huge risk. It's not one that we're taking seriously on a global basis. What's also missing from this risk assessment and doesn't seem to be on any meaningful radar is the threat of a global energy crisis. Maybe it's buried in economic warfare, but it only touches one aspect. Even without economic warfare, we have a global energy crisis on our hands. It might not be apparent with current oil prices in the U.S., but I'm 100% convinced that an energy crisis is unavoidable, and the World Economic Forum is simply not paying attention to this at all. The only energy discussion seems to be in the context of reducing greenhouse gas emissions, and this approach is missing the mark completely. For example, electric cars produce fewer exhaust fumes than gasoline-powered vehicles. I think that's awesome. But electricity is not a source of energy. 
It's a method for transporting energy from the power plant to appliances in your house and maybe into a battery that powers your car. Is anyone truly working on solving the base load power generation problem? If we burn coal to generate electricity to power your Tesla, are you really helping the environment? I don't think so. Some of the other medium-term risks that were listed are human health, specifically the notion that we might be facing perma-pandemics and chronic capacity challenges in the healthcare arena. Next, human security. There's new weapons and new conflicts cropping up. In the realm of digital rights, our privacy is absolutely in peril. And in terms of economic stability, there is global debt distress that we have to worry about. Resource conflicts are also listed as a risk. And in my mind, these are not risks, but rather they're almost a certainty. Again, there are several looming resource shortages on a global basis. These range from fresh water to oil to minerals like lithium and cobalt. The narrative is so fixated on climate change as the catch-all cause for so many of the listed problems, it's hard to take the report seriously. The report blames climate change as the primary cause of falling agricultural output in the United States. There's absolutely no mention of the 27 million acres of farmland that was removed from growing food and reallocated to growing corn for ethanol for the oil industry. Each acre of land that's growing corn for ethanol produces the equivalent of about nine barrels of oil. That same acreage, if covered in solar panels, would produce 70 times more energy. And guess what? You don't need to put solar panels on farmland. You can put solar panels where you're not growing food. Could it be that misguided policy decisions are doing more harm than anything else? Well, I'm going to continue watching the World Economic Forum sessions throughout this week to see if there's anything worth reporting to you. And so far, I'm a little concerned that some of these sessions at least are missing the mark. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.